We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. Welcome, fellow humans. You are listening to Talking Stone while getting sports with your host, Morgan Austin. I'm going to season two, episode 11. I mix it up once in a while. That's awesome bubbling away there. How's it going? Hey, it's going pretty good, buddy. It's going pretty good. <laughs> I love people's voice right after they take a rip. <laughs> it's always a little different. Yeah. Um, so last time we talked, it was a day before your birthday. This time is a week after your birthday, so you must have something new. Yeah, so I, uh, I got a tattoo. Ooh. Um, so that's very cool. Uh, got a tattoo on my right calf. It's now my seventh tattoo. So, is it one of those ones that you just wet and they stay on for like a week, or is it the whole whole nine yards? Well, per the cost, it should be there for a while. <laughs> I hope that, so. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Then that birthday was good. Had some uh, my fiance made some lovely homemade cheesecake which was just absolutely fantastic um yeah it was a good time how about yourself how are you uh, how's your week been um well i played dodgeball which is normal and i have been bored of just being in the city lately so i decided to just go out and visit my dad and my stepmom and my grandma and my auntie and my cousin happened to be at my grandma's at the same time, so that was kind of nice. Um, and then rushed home because I was very excited to watch the Ryder game, which I don't know why I rushed home for, but we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> other than that, really not much going on. Oh, except for Saskatchewan is in the um, air advisory again because it is real smoky once again. Oh, geez. And that's not normal for the start of October. No, it is not. But apparently there's 11 fires happening north of Hudson Bay right now. So, Yikes. Well, uh, you know, don't breathe. <laughs> yeah, if you go outside, hold your breath. Yeah, just hold your breath and you're fine. Um, once you start turning purple, well, I guess just collapse because that's what's the next step. So, yeah, no, it's it kind of just came out of nowhere. Um, I mean, which is the deal with most fires, I don't think. You can be like, you know what? There's going to be a fire in two days. I can see it coming. I just feel it. I feel it happening. I feel it in my My knees are aching. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel it in my shin. (laughs) My feet are getting warm. I feel a fire brewing. Um, You're just sitting in a fireplace. Yeah, you're just standing in the fireplace there. You might want to evacuate. Um. So, yeah, all seriousness, we'll see what happens with that. Um, it just shows you how dry it's been here. I think that's the norm for lots of the prairies and I think still BC. I don't know if you guys have been getting rain or not. But. We've definitely been getting a good amount of rain. I'll send some our way so I can uh, breathe again. Yeah, we'll see. And, but... Other than that, I say we just get the other boring crap out of the way. Not just the boring crap about our lives, but the boring plugs. So, Austin. Hey, they're not boring because, <laughs> first of all, you're going to follow us out Twitter at Podstone1. That's the main Twitter account. This isn't boring at all. This is super exciting. Can't you tell because how I'm talking? It's super exciting. You're also going to follow me at, at Twitter, me specifically, at Fitzgerald. I'm running out of breath because this is so exciting. Uh, you're also going to follow us on Instagram at TSWGSPod. That is at TSWGSPod. Boom. 
It's exciting. Morgan, what are your plugs? You're going to follow me the fuck at Caps Morgan 2, both Twitter and Twitch. Don't stop me, Austin. This is too exciting. (laughs) Plugs and puds, whatever you want. Rate, review, follow. I don't give a fuck if you said that already. There. I never do that. I I don't really care if you do or not. (laughs) Well, see, that wasn't boring. It was exciting. (laughs) Now, if we remember to do that every week. Oh, God. (laughs) It's not going to be exciting every week. Um, But speaking of exciting, um, well, I don't know if I would really call this game coming up that we're going to be talking about, but it's the CFL Week 9 recap. Um, but yeah, I don't really know if I call this next game, this first game, exciting, but definitely surprising. Okay. <laughs> um, because it was the Elks versus Red Blacks. Mm-hmm. Um, both me and Austin picked Elks. All of Canada. The Elks to win, I'm sure. <laughs> Except for maybe the 5,000 Red Black fans out there. No, I was going to say, even the Red Blacks were picking the Elks. Pretty much. But it turns out the Red Blacks managed to sweep the series against the Elks because they beat them game week one. Dang. Um, so they beat them once again. 34 to 24. That's a 10-point differential. Um, Before we get into too much of the game, I'll just get the scoring all the way. Like I said, both me and Austin picked Elks. So we got zero points for the team. But, of course, Austin gets another point for um, getting the point differential right because he picked 10 to my 14, so you got it. at least a point differential dead on. Hell yeah. So, Mr. I don't know what to call you. No nice things came to my mind there. Insider. I'm an insider. (laughs) My mom once told me if I have nothing nice to say, then don't say anything at all. So. Well, then we wouldn't have a podcast, all right? That's fair. But this game, besides the Elks, losing, which honestly makes me very happy, even though I thought they would win. Um, it was very interesting because sure, the Elks had uh, Tyler Con- Cornelius, however you say his last name. This was only his second start at quarterback. However, um, the Red Blacks, they had honestly two quarterbacks stressed, but this was the first time that either one of those quarterbacks even dressed as a backup <laughs> for a CFL game. And now all of a sudden one of them has to start. That guy was Caleb Evans. Um, he went 15 for 22, 191 yards, three touchdowns, no turnovers, and then you have the Elks quarterback that throws two picks. So that's, in my mind, it's basically pretty simple. Um, that's how, that's the difference right there. It's really hard to come back from any game when you're at least 2-0 and for interceptions. I didn't even bother to look at the fumbles, but I don't think there was any, but yeah, it was a, uh, it was a shocker, and um, who knows? Maybe Ottawa is going to make a. I can't believe I'm saying this. Maybe they're going to make a push now. Um, I can't see that happening, but now all the teams that they're going to play against will have more film on this Caleb Evans guy since no one knew anything about him. At least I didn't, and I'm sure most people didn't, besides Ottawa. Right. Um, before we move on, do you have anything else to say about that Ottawa and uh, 
surprising victory by Ottawa. That is all I have to say. I'm very disappointed in the Elks. Yeah, except for as a Ryder fan, I'm also very happy that the Elks lost. So there's that. The fact that it makes us wrong, I don't like that, though. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. You're going to be a fan of this for whatever reason. Um, you keep picking Winnipeg, and it was the Winnipeg versus BC game. I picked BC. You picked Winnipeg. Winnipeg ended up winning 30-9. to nine. That's a 21-point differential. Um, So I'm just going to keep it short and sweet as far as the points go. You said Winnipeg by 14 because we did did that little uh, switcheroo as far as the scores go, if you don't remember from last episode, or what I just previously said. (laughs) So that means you get another two points for picking the right team and the closest point differential. You're under by seven points. So beautiful. Congrats to Austin. Once again, winning is what I do. I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, that's also what Winnipeg has been doing. I mean, it's kind of in their name, so it's about time, I guess they start winning, but yeah, that's terrible, guys. Okay, that was really bad. That was really bad. In fact, you know what? I'm gonna be right bad, right back, and you're gonna have to sit and how bad that was. Okay. <laughs> what I was going to go on with and say is that uh, Winnipeg's defense is simple as this: they're fucking amazing. <laughs> Um, to only give up nine points to Michael Riley is amazing, really. Um, I know I just said that, but I can say it more than once. Um, I can say it three times. Can you say more than once? (laughs) Amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. It was amazing. Was it amazing? Yeah, and there's... Couple other amazing things that happened is Zach Claros ended up throwing for 417 yards this game, two touchdowns, but 205 of those and one touchdown was one receiver named Kenny Lauer, however you say his last name. Um, I had him in my CFL fantasy draft, so that makes me very happy. He got over 200 yards, so that's some pretty good points for me. I haven't looked at my results yet. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I really – I don't know what the answer is for Winnipeg's defense because they've only lost one game, and every game that they end up winning, I feel like they've let in, like, under 20 points. So it's – really hard to do anything but the most exciting game of the week um are the actually the first game that went to overtime this year was the montreal versus hamilton game and boy oh boy that was a typical cfl game it um i believe it was Hamilton that went up by three points with under a minute left to go in the fourth. And then Montreal comes back and kicks time field goal. And then in overtime, they Montreal kicks the winning field goal to win 23 to 20 for a three point differential. And this is the only time I believe I get two points this week. Because I picked, well, both me and Austin picked Al's, but I get that extra point for picking a seven point differential to Austin's 21. So, yeah, it was a bit I'm closer. On this one. 
Yeah, you're a little little high. Little high. Well, that's fitting. I even remember, and I quote, you can go back and listen if you don't believe me, it's going to be a complete blowout. That is what Awesome The Insider said to all you fans. You know what? Let's just look at my overall score and remember that. I think I'm going to skip over that part. This I, I don't think that we should. Um, I think the fans deserve it. Well, unless if you know what the total is. <laughs> I sure don't. <laughs> then I think it's kind of up to me. I, it is, but the fans no, deserve it. You know it. it. I know. They're fans for a reason, right? Exactly. Like how we're calling them fans. Oh, yeah. Um... No, but there's at least ten of them. At least ten. At least two. I'm a fan. You're a fan. Well, I'm. Okay. (laughs) Well, shit. (laughs) Moving on. Um, it felt like a fucking playoff game. Okay, guys. Um, no team wanted to give an inch. That's kind of self-explanatory when you go to overtime in any sport. It's Oh, it's going to be um, and I know I'm going to speak for Austin right now. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but just knowing him as well as I do, um, he loves when any sport goes into overtime game. Into Love a good overtime. Um, where was that? Oh yeah, there was one other surprising. Thing that because I thought it was going to be David Watford in a quarterback for uh, Hamilton. However, it ended up being Jeremy Zoli, so I guess he's healthy again. Um, Alrighty. Heard nothing about that, but I really wasn't listening. Well, but yeah. what are you going to do? <laughs> I guess might as well get to this game that apparently I rushed so far. So fast, not that fast. Try and get to because I was really excited. But it was Saskatchewan versus Calgary, and the Riders. This score actually flatters the Riders, and that's huge coming from me because they sucked ass. But it was they lost seventeen to twenty three to give Calgary their. I believe their third win of the season. That's a six-point differential. Me and Austin, of course, both picked Riders to win. I mean, I shouldn't say, of course, he did go against Riders once before. That's why I'm still looking for a new host for this podcast. Yeah. So if you're uh, if you're applying, uh, just let us know at Podstone One on Twitter. Uh, you could also hit me up with your application at Fitzy Fitzgerald. Um, preferably, I hope that you um, suck w- more than I do at picking scores and teams to win, so I have a chance to... I don't think you're going to be able to find anybody that bad. Okay. <laughs> two points, because he was closer for Saskatchewan by 13. I said Saskatchewan by 14. Um, so he gets another two points from that. That's how pissed off. You just made me. Anyways, um, I don't know where that came from. Um, But yeah, like I said, that score really flattered Saskatchewan because their offense sucked ass for like 85% of the game. Calgary went up 14-0 like in a blink of an eye. It was seemed real quick. Riders keep taking Dumb penalties, I think on average, this is on average a, a game, they take about 100 yards in penalties. Yikes. That's a football field, folks. <laughs> yeah, that's not acceptable. Um, and it's the ones like after the whistle, the pushing, the shoving, or the last game, there's a uh, Sam Peters guy that was out of bounds, and Nick Marshall pushed him when he was way out of bounds already, so of course, that's going to be 15 yards. Oh, yeah. And it's just dumb things like that, and 
it also doesn't help the fact of the dubness when our offensive coordinator, Jason Moss, when you have 33 seconds left to go, sure, you're down by six. Um, but why the hell? Yes, it's well, especially since it's third and 10. Um, but like I said, there's still 33 seconds left, so that's still five enough time for at least five or six plays. Um, they ended up going for like a 40-yard bomb to try and get the touchdown right then and there and so just try and get 11 yards for the first down instead. Right. Shave off some time and just – you have time still – they weren't that far – like you still, you can march down forty yards in thirty-three seconds in the CFL. That's lots of time. Yeah, and you could tell when they called a timeout, and Cody and Jason Moss were talking, and they, Cody wasn't happy with what Jason was calling. So right then, I knew this wasn't going to end well because if the quarterback's going in there pissed and just not liking the play, then the play is not going to go well. This is true. Um, we also, the San Peter fans out there will keep an eye on Bolivar because he did leave late in the fourth quarter due to a shoulder injury, I believe. So he did come in like the last, once Calgary got the ball back just to kneel the ball a couple times, but yeah, he left injured, so we'll see uh, see if he ends up playing next coming up Saturday when the Rogers play them for a second time around. Yeah, hopefully you're all right. Hopefully I'll be at the game. So, but we'll get to that. And I've been kind of shouting out the points as we went along there, but the final tally with all that talking, I have. A wonderful 24 points. Not bad, not Austin's, bad. To Austin's 36. Hey, what's up? I'll say a little louder just in case of 36. Um, beautiful, beautiful. Three dozen to your two dozen, I believe? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well... Awesome, since you're so good, um, you're going to start off the uh, Week 10 picks. And this Week 10, um, you guys will notice something. It gets weird. But we'll, we'll get there. But first game is on a Wednesday, again, but it's the Red Blacks versus Argonauts. So, Austin, what do you got? Yeah, so Red Blacks, we both uh, bet against them last week and we were wrong, but they were playing the Elks and they have the Elks number this season. So, for a reason. For whatever reason. So, Argos are going to take this one. Uh, They're going to take it by 10, uh, but it's going to be, it's not going to be as close as a 10 point game would indicate. So what you're saying is maybe the Red Blacks might get a few few points in garbage time tape deal. I think so, yeah. I kind of agree with what you're saying. But right now, all my brain's trying to think about is how to get two points to your zero. That's what I need right now. That's true. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the Argos. Because they should, I mean, every team should be the Red Blacks. I don't know why the Elks can't. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with the Elks. Um, but the Argos, they're going to beat the Red Blacks, I don't know, by 14. Does it really matter? I'm going to get it wrong. Austin's going to get two points because it's going to be by, they're going to be seven. I don't know. I marked down 14. I'll go. 
Elks versus Winnipeg. Um, well, that's a Friday, and since the Elks can't beat Red Blacks right now, I can't see them being able to beat Winnipeg. So, might as well keep it short and sweet with Winnipeg's defense. I feel like it's going to be like another Winnipeg BC situation. So, I'm going to say by 17. Winnipeg by 17. Oh, dang. A little odd number for football, a little strange of an. Well, I guess that's two touchdowns on the field goal, but. Winnipeg by 17, hey? Well, Winnipeg's obviously going to win this one. But. You're starting to sound like a Winnipeg fan lately, and I. Well, I mean, they're playing against a team who has given the Red Blacks two wins this season. I know. (laughs) So, they're only two wins. So, yeah, the Blue Bombers are going to win in it, and they're going to win it by... They're going to win it by 13. Lucky number 13. Hopefully for you, it'll be unlucky, and it's a high Winnipeg, so. All right. Stamps versus the Riders. Saturday game. Austin, are you going to pick the Stamps? I would never. Riders are going to uh, come back from a loss last week, and they're going to tighten up, and they're going to take less penalties. And it's going to be a good one. Riders are going to win by 14. 14. Well, I do agree with you on the team, of course. Surprise, surprise. I don't <laughs> agree with you on the fact that they're going to take less penalties. I feel like that's just going to be them all year. Um, it seems to follow Jason Moss wherever he goes. Okay. Well. Um, but the Riders are going to win. But it's always really close between the Riders and St. Peter's, it seems. So I'm going to say by six. By six? Okay. Yeah, it's going to be the exact same score as last game, except for swapped. All right. right. So... (laughs) This is where it gets gets squirrely. Because this is still week 10. I'm not, we're we're still recording next week. We're still doing picks for week 11. But, well, actually, um, I just realized it's it's a good thing we're recording early because I believe one of these games are probably going to be on soon. (laughs) I forgot to look at the times. But we already talked about two of these teams, and they're playing a second time in Week 10. And the first team that's played twice in Week 10 is the Red Blacks are playing the Alouettes on Monday. Um, I'm just – I don't – I have to get this off my chest. I have no clue why the CFL – is making both Red Blacks, and we'll talk about the Argos, both of these teams playing twice in um, in one week. Yes, people might, maybe they'll actually tweet us and be like, oh, the Elks are going to be playing three times in seven days. That's because of COVID reasons. This was already, schedule was already made. I don't think... This has anything to do with any of the Elks changes, anything like that. Oh, weird. And, yeah, so they're all about player safety. This doesn't seem very safe to me. Uh, No, not really. It seems quite odd. But with all that being said, Owls are going to be the Red Blacks by 14. Austin? No, Owls are going to beat them by 17. Oh, Stealing that 17 from earlier. Wow. You know it. Steve. Um, 
like I mentioned, the Argonauts, they also played twice in Week 10. This time they're playing against Hamilton. Uh, Austin, this is the last game of the week. Make it count. Yeah, so this is going to be a good one. Uh, Battle of Ontario, but Argos, uh, Argos are going to lose. Argos are oh, I lose. like how you set that up. Argos <laughs> are going to lose by eight, yeah. <laughs> so you're saying Hamilton's going to win by eight is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying is Toronto is going to lose by that. <laughs> not, not the other way around. Okay. Well, I'm going to say what you meant to say is that the Argos are going to win by eight. No. They're going to have practice with their first game against Red Blacks coming off of that win, and they're going to roll right into Monday and beat Hamilton as well. Well, you're wrong, but that's okay. You're yeah, I probably will be, but that's whatever. I'll be sober for the third episode in 64 that we've done. <laughs> Three or whatever we're on. That's a rough punishment. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, so that's CFL. Do you have anything else to add before we move on to the rare occurrence nowadays of baseball? That's it, my my podcast co-host and occasional friend. <laughs> or you're lacking the friend department with how your picks are Well, let's move on. Um, Baseball? I just thought uh, since we're finally done the Major League Baseball regular season, that just briefly, we would just talk about the matchups, and as Canadians, um, I'll probably mention about the Blue Jays and give them a farewell. And I don't know the hell we will uh, we will give our uh, like we did for the NFL. We'll give two random of who we think will win will will be in the finals and what team will win win at all. So I kind of surprised Austin on that. So he has some time to figure his shit out while I talk a little bit here. So Alrighty. <laughs> um, last night or, or yesterday it was throughout the entire day was a very, very exciting day of baseball because, well, the Blue Jays ended up just destroying, um, what was that, the Orioles. Um, I believe it was 13-2, to two, something like that, 13-4. to four. It was aggressive, yep. But they also needed Boston – and the Yankees to lose, or at least one of them. And that was not the case. No, it was not. So it kind of hurts my heart a little bit. That's weird words together. Of (laughs) breaking down the ALCS wild card and the matchups that will follow after, but you got Boston versus Yankees starts on October 5th. And then the Rays will play either Boston or, or the Yankees. And then you got the White Sox versus the Astros. So that's – sorry. That's what you got for um, the AL side of things and then the – NLCS wild card. You got the Cardinals versus Dodgers October 6th. And then 
the Giants will play again, the Cardinals or the Dodgers. That's October 8th. And also October 8th is the Braves and the Brewers. So with all that being said, um, I really like the underdogs when it comes to sports, especially baseball. So I think for the AL, it's going to be Boston versus I'm going to go with the Dodgers. And to win it all is going to be the Boston Red Sox. Ooh. Okay. Well, you're wrong. Um, I probably will be. Because it's actually going to be the Tampa Bay Rays from the AL. They are really good. And they are going to face... They're going to face San Francisco Giants. And uh, the Giants are going to take it. It's going to go the distance. It's going to go full series. But the Giants are going to win the series. World Series. All right. So you're going with the... I'm going more of an underdog approach. And you're going with the two top dogs. Yeah. Um, I mean, wait. Did you just say that the Dodgers are an underdog? Well, they're in the wild card. Yeah, but like... They've Versus, won. They've won less win than the Giants. Yes, but I'm just talking about as far as the season goes. I guess the standing wise, they they haven't done as well as the Giants has. So, yeah, that's what I'm basing it on. Anyway, but, you're wrong. You're gonna. Uh, it's you're gonna. Your pick's gonna be wrong. Sorry, I'm really big. <laughs> well, I'm about to try and catch up to you because. It's time to talk hockey, and I did this on purpose. I wanted to make the birthday boy happy. So right off the bat, I probably don't have to say anything more than what I want to say, and then I'll stop talking, and then you'll start talking, is you get to talk about the Canucks re-signing Hughes and Pedersen. I know you were really excited for that, and I'm sure you have at least one or two thoughts. I have so many thoughts. So, first of all, I'm just overall overjoyed that both Pedersen and Hughes are re-signed. I kind of figured that they were going to. I was a little scared, but we made it happen. Jet Black Jim Benning made it happen. That's beautiful son of a bitch. Uh, I like the I like the Pedersen deal because it's not too much money, seven point three five for a really good center in this league. Uh, at the end of this his deal, he's still going to be a restricted free agent, which I also like. Um, Quinn Hughes' deal at six years at seven point eight, I also really like because I think now it might be a little too much to be paying for him, but I think in a few years it's going to be very worth it and I really like that deal and the thing about re-signing Hughes when we have to re-sign him that's when Oliver Ekman Larson's big deal is off our books because that's about seven million anyway I'm getting ahead of myself I'm very excited oh, no, it all ties in together because um that's part of the reason why because we we talked about this a little little bit was a day or so ago and um, I didn't realize one of the reasons, because I was kind of shocked that, um, who was it? Pedersen only took the three-year deal, I thought. would be both for at least a similar length of time. Um, that's not the case, right? But apparently it's because they just simply didn't have enough in the salary cap in order to pay them both for that amount of time. But these are uh, pretty nice contracts since Pedersen's only 22. Hughes is only 21. So Pedersen will be 25 at the end of his deal, and Hughes will be 27 at the end of his deal. So 
they still, like you said, still could sign for another six or seven years after that. Oh, very much so. I it, I still find it, sorry, I'm just looking at the contracts of the Canucks, and I still think it's absolutely insane that we have Bo Horvat signed for two more years, uh, this upcoming one and the next for $5.5 million. That is such a steal of a contract. Yeah, it's going to be, you said, for two more years? Yeah, it should be interesting to see what it'll get in two years. That scares me a little bit, but let's not talk about that. Yeah, especially with this whole Pedersen thing now. I know. Yeah, that, that's up in three years. Yeah, but um, in two years, he'll only have a year left on his contract, and let's they just, might have You're scaring me. Okay, I don't like it. You know they're going to have to just might have to decide on between one, one or the other, especially uh, with views. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be a one or the other, but, but anyway, yeah, it's a it's a good deal on I think on both counts. Definitely great deal um, for both Pedersen and Hughes, and then I think the Canucks also. One on, one on this because, um, yeah, they're they're friendly or um, cap friendly contracts. Uh, it's something, unless if you have more to say about your Canucks, but um, we should probably move on to the Oilers and something when I was trying to figure out what to put on the agenda, which, yes, it was a little slower of a news week, but something did definitely came to my attention is, I'm probably going to butcher this last name, but Josh Archibald um, is out definitely due to heart conditions. Before I go any further, Austin, do you, do you know anything about this? I have heard a little bit about it. Not much, though. Um, apparently, uh, earlier this summer, he did, at some point, c- contact, like, he got COVID at some point in the summer. He didn't realize that this was after, like, like during the off season. Um, the reason, how they were able to Determine that is that you still can find the anti antibodies in your uh, bless you, Ooh, <laughs> bless you. Um, anyways, it was uh, <laughs> completely sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, so they found some antibodies in his body, I guess. And right. which a little sign, I find like medical science is just it just I can't even think of what word it. Yeah, I'm completely stoned. It's surprises <laughs> me of what they can figure out with medical science and just the fact that they can sure they don't know exactly when he came in contact, but just the fact that they can still find it is kind of nuts. But anyways, um, apparently this is somewhat common for any athlete that has got COVID because as soon as they are healthy enough to start training, they, you know, they ramp up their training instantly and that causes this inflammation on his heart, which is called myocarditis I don't know how I can say that word right but not some last name but that's where we're at (laughs) I was actually practicing that yesterday to be completely honest well you fucking nailed it anyways so I guess that's like it like I said inflammation on his heart so yeah that's why he's out indefinitely and it kind of sucks because he didn't seem 
to be that terrible of a player, maybe Austin knows more about him as a player than I do. I'm sure he does, and he can fill everyone in. But uh, he's, I would say, probably a middle six to a bottom six guy. Not a huge impact. Well, you definitely you always want to have those um, yeah guys as well is what definitely helps. That's well, you true. can look at look at teams like all well, the Canadians. Depth definitely carried them through the playoffs. Um, Tampa Bay they had depth carry them up until the playoffs, and then they brought their really good players back for the playoffs. Right. Um. But regardless, uh, it sucks. I didn't realize this was a common thing for players that I've actually never heard of anyone being out for this since COVID started yet, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, Have you heard of anyone else or no? Uh, Not off the top of my head, no. But yeah, all... All the best wishes and stuff definitely goes out towards him. I hope he takes this season off. And I don't know if it's something you can eventually recover from. I'm not a doctor, but excuse me. Uh, Hopefully you you can. No, I'm not. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was mistaken. Yeah. That's the end of that. Um, no yes and in that um, okay well yeah hope it gets better Austin anything else you want to add to this before we move on to Robin Leonard uh, no that's all I got so Robin Leonard I'm going to ask you again did you before talking about it now did you hear um, this Robin Leonard news Yes, yes. <laughs> um, before you uh, go any farther, I actually have his entire tweet here, which I took the time to type out, so now I'm going to take the time to quote it for you guys. So on Twitter, Robin Leonard, the goalie for Vegas Golden Knights, he tweeted... Is it common for workplaces to give out benzodiazepines to employees when the travel and Ambien? Should that not be done by doctors or uh, psychiatrists asking for a friend? This doesn't happen to Vegas, to be clear, but I... No, many other teams. I also been in on teams that do. End of quote. That's what he put on Twitter, and now apparently the NHL wants a little chat with him. Um, which no shit. Of course they do. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, it's uh, like what? What does he expect? But I didn't let Austin uh, speak. Until now. So, Austin, speak. Well, so my name's Austin the dog. Uh, (laughs) I'll give you a treat later. Uh, (laughs) Oh, Jesus. No, so I've actually, I've seen a few players talk about issues with uh, over-prescribing of painkillers and sleep medication in the NHL. Uh, this is not the hurt first I've heard of it, and I really hope that it's not widespread, but from what I've heard it is, and I really hope that this meeting isn't just a way for the NHL to try to silence Robin Leonard, because I know that Leonard has also been a very outspoken advocate for mental health uh, as he's gone through his own struggles and been very public about that. And I think that's been helpful. Uh, So I don't think, I don't see a reason for him to be lying about this. And 
I just hope this isn't the NHL just being basically like, hey, shut up. Like, we don't want this to be talked about. Like, I hope it's not that. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. And it's really nice to see. And you've been, I've been seeing a lot more of it in recent years of players actually being, <coughs> sorry, actually being able to speak their mind. Um, and yeah, say, say what they truly want to say, no matter how much hot water, whatever that might possibly put them in. Um, I'm sure this isn't going to change anything as far as his role with Vegas and all that stuff. I sure hope it doesn't, it shouldn't, um, just for speaking your mind. That would be awful. Um, I need a terrible drink of water here. A terrible oh. drink of water. Yeah, well, those are the words that came out. I, I just took a big rip. So, ah, what are you gonna do? You're going to hear me struggling for a moment or two. But, like we've said in the past, time definitely will tell on this, and. I'm sure both me and Austin will be keeping a very close eye because as soon as we know more, I definitely will want to talk talk about it. Um, very much so, yes. This is very intriguing. And like Austin said, I really hope this is not um, NHL's way of just trying to cover it up. Um, I don't... I honestly don't sense it that way, but I suck at everything else as far as pecking goes. So I could be wrong on this as well. It is possible. Um, I hope I'm not, but yeah, I don't really have any more personally to say about this until we know more. I don't know if Austin does. Or not, but do you have anything else NHL-wise you want to say before we move on to some random NFL? NHL, I'm, just, I'm honestly just overly, over the moon, excited for hockey to be back. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And I'm going to say it now because... Um, It'll give Austin some time to give it some thought next week. Um, I think because we're knocking, we're real close to uh, the regular season. So next week, I figure since we've done it for all the other sports, we will do the way too early um, final and Stanley Cup winner predictions, like we. We've done in the past, so that will be coming the NHL segment next week. Excellent. But we have some time, and I'm glad we do, because we love records, and we got an NFL record, well, leaderboard record, I guess you would call it, has now been broken. And um, of course, it's Tom Brady. Of course. Is who we're going to be talking about. Um, I mean, it was about time he accomplished something. It's been a while. Um, That's true. <laughs> but now he is the. At the age of 44, he is now the all-time passing yards leader. He passed Drew Drew Brees. Um, He has 80,560 yards. Not bad. That's... Not too shabby in 22 years of professional 
fault. It's crazy. <laughs> it's video game numbers almost. Yeah. And he shows no sign of slowing down. I mean, it's got to happen at some point, right? At some point, yes. But he's also the touchdown leader with 591 touchdowns. Also passing Drew Brees. <laughs> um, if I was Drew Brees, I'd like, come on, man. Let me have one. Let me have something, man. Jeez. Um, no, but literally now, every single yard, every touchdown he gets is going to just add to his GOAT status, really. It's true. Um... I do you have what do you want to say about uh, Tom Brady achieving something once again? I know you love records, so he's he's the best, and he continues to prove it. I don't know what more can you say. Yeah, there really is not much to say. Although I just remembered one other thing. They did accomplish during this game. What's that? He, they ended up beating the Patriots. Patriots, which, which I'm sure everyone knows, he used to play for them. If you didn't remember, <laughs> but yeah, now for a little while, he, I believe he is the only quarterback to beat. All the teams in the NFL, at least once. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because for a while he couldn't say that because you know he played for them for so long. Yeah, now he's officially beat every single team in the NFL. So check that off his list, I guess. I, I, um, I guess so. Austin, we technically have a couple minutes, but, I mean, we've also had a few longer episodes, but do you have anything at all that you want to uh, add? You know what? What the hell? We have time now, so uh, let's – I know you can figure this out. Let's do – the way too early NHL Stanley Cup pick. So we'll do the final, the last two teams, and then who's going to win it. So, unless if Austin vetoes that, I I'm mean, to... maybe we should oh. do that the podcast right before the regular season. You want to do that right before the regular season? Well, yeah. that also works. Well, right there, folks, is how you. Add a few more seconds is just throwing out an idea and then you slowly talk about it slightly to fill a little bit more time. But that's not what I'm going to do. I'm just going to get right to me, to me, to me, stoner statement. And (laughs) I love how we do. Oh, actually, real quick. Last episode, you guys probably noticed a little something different. Hopefully, it all worked out. I tried to add some sound effects, I guess you could call them. Not done very well. So, if you, um, that's something you can definitely let us know at any of our Twitters, which we mentioned at the top. And tell me how shitty of a job I've done. Do it. Because <laughs> I think it's bad, but it's kind of supposed to be bad, if that makes sense. Nope, it doesn't. Anyways, um, <laughs> I don't know, guys. We got stoned talking about sports. That's my stoner statement today. Everyone out there, stay stoned and stay safe. Bye.